Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, great to have you with us. And the National Hockey League trading deadline is Monday, and we hope the Blues wind up doing something. Let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. ESPN's Greg Wyshynski, kind enough to join us here in St. Louis. Good morning, Greg. How are you doing? Doing great, doing great. Very uh, excited for the next few days, see how things shake out. And then uh, Monday, being that you know we're a big, big, strong rights holder now, we're going to have our own uh, trade deadline coverage starting at noon, so it's going to be a lot of fun. That'll be great, and obviously there are still some big names out there, and boy, we, it seems like we've been talking about Jacob Chikrin since the start of the season. He's hurt now. Do you still believe that, and he's a value guy for the next three or four years, do you think that he'll get moved? I don't, and it's not because of the injury. I just feel like the Coyotes will do better to attempt to trade him in the off season. I think that there's a limited number of teams right now that would be willing to part with the amount of assets it would take to acquire him. And I've, I've talked to a couple of executives that have uh, been in talks with the coyotes and the price is astronomical. I mean, one said that it's beyond a uh, first round pick and two top prospects type deal. Like they're really asking for the moon for this kid because he's young. He's under contract for the next few seasons. And he's one of the most desirable things in the NHL, which is a, a an offensive defense and different quarterback, a power play, and, and things of that nature. So um, I think they're probably better served waiting until the summer if they want to move him, um, just because you'll have more teams in the marketplace and, and a better chance of getting the return you're looking for. But there's also a school of thought that, you know, he could be part of the solution there instead of part of the problem. Uh, they have an incredible collection of draft picks right now that they can utilize this season and next. Uh, maybe it's better to have him be a centerpiece of what they're building there than to move him. But bottom line is I, I'd be surprised at this point if he does move uh, by Monday's deadline. Greg, with some constraints on the salary cap, a move to the level that fans would like for defensemen for the Blues might be a little complicated for Doug Armstrong. Who do you think are some realistic targets out there for the Blues? Well, as far as the rentals go, I, I think that Mark Giordano makes a lot of sense as far as being a left-side defenseman, a veteran guy. I think that his skill set and his game sort of fit within what the the Blues like to do um, systematically. So he's one option that I think should be out there and, and, and should be thoroughly explored. But there's obviously going to be a market for his services as a, a real good veteran and a real good character guy. I know that the Toronto Maple Leafs, for example, are one team that's been kind of after him. If you're buying high, I mean, Hampus Lindholm obviously is, is the biggest name. I think that could be available for Monday from the Anaheim Ducks, but uh, that's going to be another interesting derby for his services. There'll be other teams involved, and the price tag for him, I think, starts at uh, a first, a third, and a prospect from what wow. I've been hearing. So it's, yeah, I mean, but he's great. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt he'd make, make them a better team. And then if you're looking for sort of a, a level down, 
One guy that I think is interesting is Nick Letty from the Detroit Red Wings. He you know, played a long time with the New York Islanders. He's been through playoff wars. He's kind of up there in age, but I think he's been an effective player for the Red Wings this season and, and could be a good sort of fallback position player if they don't get some of the bigger names they're chasing. One of the smaller names, and he's emerging, is Jacob Middleton from San Jose. I haven't seen a ton of him. Greg, how would he fit with what the Blues do? Well, he's an interesting one because I, I think he's one of those guys, like uh, there was a player named Nick Jensen a few years ago who I think fit this too, where he's a, a defenseman of a certain age that does some things really well that makes absolutely no money. <laughs> and and, and uh, is a, I think he's a, a, a free agent coming up this offseason. So there's like a lot of reasons why teams are, are sort of looking at this guy as far as being a cost-effective ad. I, I, when you look into his numbers, I tend to believe that he might be a byproduct of, of some of the defensemen he's played with in San Jose, in particular, is spending a lot of time with Eric Carlson when he was healthy, who's going to make a lot of players look better than they are. Um, but if you were to acquire him, I don't think you'd be doing yourself a disservice. I just think that he, some of his underlying numbers that are getting trumped up right now by people that uh, look at that cap uh, hit. Um, maybe the byproduct of him playing with some pretty good players in San Jose. Greg, who are some teams out there that might be more active during the deadline than we expect them to be? <laughs> I mean, we expect everybody that's got a chance <laughs> in the playoffs to be active at this point. But, uh, you know, I, I, there's a couple teams that have been suspiciously quiet. Uh, Nashville being one, David Foyle has never met a uh, trade he couldn't make. And, and I find it interesting that there's been so much talk about whether or not they're going to keep Philip Forsberg and not a lot of talk about what they might add to a team that I think is, has played above expectations. Um, the LA Kings are another one. The Kings are, are a playoff team. I mean, I'd be surprised at this point if they don't make the cut in the Pacific Division. They have this incredible collection of prospects that they've built there. Um, they have a, a number of veteran players who have, you know, have played really well this season and getting them into a playoff position. And they're a team that could maybe make a little noise in, in, the, in the postseason if they uh, added, added a, a body or two at the deadline. So those are two teams I kind of have my eye on. And, and then over in the East, I mean, look, it's uh, <laughs> someone's going to have to answer for what the Florida Panthers are doing. I mean, Ben Chirac goes there most likely, unless he goes to Colorado, Claude, Claude Giroux is going there as well. So, I mean, everybody else in the field in the East is going to have to be looking at ways to bolster their own lineups. Uh, to compete with what the what the Panthers are doing right now. Greg, I, I want to pass this along to you because Jamie Rivers, former Blue, who does our afternoon show, brought this up yesterday on our air, the possibility of the Blues moving Binnington, and he suggested that Toronto might be interested in Binnington. I don't know how the, the numbers would work, but what would you, let me put it this way, how would you react if you saw it come across your phone that the Blues had moved Jordan Binnington? It wouldn't shock me only because, you know, conditions have changed. I mean, that I don't think any of us came into this season thinking that Billy Huso was going to have the year that he had. Um, they clearly like him. He's even younger than Bennington uh, as far as maybe a goalie that they like going forward. It reminds me, actually, of when Bennington came up and had that amazing run. They, they actually thought Huso would end up being the better goalie when both those guys were in the system. And then Bennington became Bennington. Um, I don't know with that contract how portable he is. And he also obviously has trade protection, so he could block a trade mm-hmm. to Toronto, which is the real key. Um, but I think, you know, the bottom line is that the better Huso plays and the more starts he gets and the more responsibility he's expected to get when the playoffs come around, the more likely it is there might have to be uh, a divorce at some point between Jordan Bennington and the Blues. Greg Wyshynski, great work as always, and we'll be tuned in. Looking forward to the trade deadline show on ESPN on Monday. So are we. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, and I hope everybody does check it out. ESPN Plus. 
to start, and then we uh, hit, uh, hop on to ESPN2 uh, in, in the afternoon as we get closer to the 3 o'clock deadline. We'll do it. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. Thank you. See you later. Greg Wyshynski, ESPN on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.